Welcome to the Weekly Dish. This is Stephanie March. I'm the senior uh, food editor for uh, Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine. I don't know who I am anymore. What is that magazine that you work for? I know, somebody, but I am here, lovely, with the lovely Elizabeth Reese this morning. Oh, it's a joy to be with you. I love getting asked to fill in when Stephanie Hansen is going to be out of town. I don't even know how long it's been since you've been here. It's been a while. It has been a while, and I've been just storing up. I've been eating. <laughs> just like I have, I'm like a squirrel with stories. nuts in my cheeks yes. of lots of food topics to talk about with you, and I have been very, very excited to be back with you. So thank you for oh inviting gosh. me. Well, I'm so excited that you're here. And we are, uh, Hanson is still in Mexico. Her food photos, <laughs> side she's note. She's killing us all. Have been amazing. Killing us all with yeah. her lovely photos. It's She's eating her way through Viva La Mexico and I, I love it. I know. And relaxing and hopefully getting some good R&R. So that'll be lovely to have her back <laughs> and tell us all the things we'll be jealous of. It'll be great. Uh, but while I have you in the hot seat, ma'am, what's been going on lately? You know, I had a baby. I don't know if you know this. Uh, <laughs> Almost eight months ago, I had a baby. And you know what happens when you have a baby? It's like you're under a rock. And then yes. something really beautiful happens when your baby hits about six months. You start to emerge. Yeah. Hopefully, if you're lucky, your child starts sleeping. I was not this lucky with my first one. With my second one, we are really in a good groove. Ooh. And that means you want to get babysitters. You want to go out. You want to start to remember what your life was like. So I've been eating nonstop. <laughs> Something really great happened. I was finally able to get to Mucci's Italian in St. Paul. It is shocking to me that this is your first venture out there. Here's why. It's because it's a two-hour wait. I I mean, it's a 90-minute wait any time. It's a cute little room, and its people are rabid fans. And yeah, you're just going to have to stand. You have to wait. And so when you're paying a babysitter, you know, do you know what babysitting rates are these days, Steph? I'm going to tell you. It's high. It's like 15 bucks an hour. It's crazy. What? Yes. Oh and God, that's really actually low. So um, when you are paying too. your babysitter, it's like you don't want to wait for hours. No. Unless you have a plan. So anyway, finally we <laughs> it's went. It's not a value judgment. No, it's not. We did a, um, <laughs> my husband planned a little date night and he said, we're going to try to go to Moochie's. And so what we did is we put our name in and then we went to Shamrock's and had a beer. Good. And then just waited for them to text us. And then we went and Shamrock's, the folks said they've been getting a ton of people waiting there to get to Moochie's and great. they're like happy as clams. Yeah. They're like, it's great. Come in, have a drink and then go to Moochie's. So then we finally got to sit down. I know that Moochie's just won the best service award at the Charlie Awards last weekend. I believe they did. For good reason. Really? I mean, their service is so good. This waitress we had, I think, was in my top five waitresses of all time. Yeah. She was amazing because she was just super knowledgeable, super attentive, really like had a great way of gauging the vibe of her tables and then figuring out what was going to make their experience best for them. It was terrific. You know what? It's the school of Niver. It's Tim Niver and he learned from the best. He worked in New York. He worked at Paracelli here. He's just a guy who has an innate sense of hospitality. It's a really fun place to go. So anyway, food was over the top good. Good. It was fantastic. Um, We were tempted to get a pizza and we didn't because we decided to go the pasta route. I'm glad you did that. But then she suggested, why don't you order this bread that comes as an appetizer. It's the pizza dough. So they fry, you know, they bake the pizza dough and they fry it. And then they put like garlic and a little bit of cheese and just like a little bit of, I think there was like a little bit of parsley on top of it. And so it was like this garlic bread that we got to eat with our apps and we had calamari too. And it was the perfect way to experience the pizza without dedicating the whole meal to pizza. Oh, I love that idea. It was 
outstanding. It was my favorite part of the whole meal. The calamari oh. was over the top. Great. We had a bucatini dish that was delicious. I had a ravioli um, that I loved and we had great wine. It was just, you know, they, bad. the other thing about, you know, they have their frozen pizzas, they have frozen pizzas. Oh. Moochie's sells their pizzas at like Kowalski's. Oh man. So like if you were to skip, like you finally get, that was why I was thinking you were going to go with because once you get there and you find you're like, I want the fresh pasta. I want, you know, I want yep. these things because I can get the pizza another place. You can also order lots of takeout there. I mean, they do tons Amazing. of takeout and it's an easy place to just pick it up and go. But I will tell you the way to navigate Moochie's is to just go in as early as you can. Like put your name in. If you, yeah. And if you yes, have you to wait, then just go to Shamrocks and wait and then do a nine o'clock dinner. And yeah. then, you know, you might wake up in the morning feeling like you have a tummy ache, but whatever. <laughs> It might be a little, a bit of an Italian hangover, but that's okay. Moochie's was great. I also, um, I love that idea of making it a longer evening anyway. I mean, babysitters aside, just because of the fact of, um, you know, sometimes I feel like you get in and then you feel bad for camping, but you still want to hang out with the person you're with for a long time. Right. We found ourselves at Martina last night and I was like, oh, we've been at this table for like three hours. You know, I feel like we should get out. And the thing about having a longer like a wait ahead of time and then getting to your table kind of gives you the chat time. Totally. And I think that it's it's kind of fair. We got the chat time at Shamrocks and then we moved yeah. into Moochie's. Let's talk about Martina because okay. I just suggested Martina. I haven't been there and I just suggested it for my mom to take her sister to brunch who's coming oh, in yeah. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I think everyone's been raving about this. It's it's. Do you just, love it? I, I love it. Okay. I love it. And I super love, I'm going to tell you two things to order there in our top two in hour two because Great. I'm going to hold on that one. But I will tell you, I just, I believe again, their service there is so intuitive and they are so caring and they, you know, like, did you want me to course this for you? They ask questions. Right. They say, okay, no, I know you two are gluten-free. This is not gluten-free. This is not gluten-free, but this is, you know, it was, it was a full experience of service there. That's the point I think that we're hitting Steph in the Twin Cities food scene is that Everybody is making really great food, right? Yeah. I mean, you yeah. you can find really good food at a lot, a of, lot places. of places. It's the service thing. Mm-hmm. When you find the spots where you can find the servers who really connect with you, who are super knowledgeable, and then it's clear that they're really being treated well because yeah. they're loyal and they want to stay there. Yeah. Then then that is what like sends it over the top. And they treat their job as a professional experience. Yes. Like it's their job. Yes. And it's the same thing as like you go into a meeting or you go on TV right. and it's not like you'd be like, well, today I'm just not feeling it. So <laughs> maybe I'll talk to Steve. Maybe I won't. You know, it's like those are the same thing as the people who come to your desk or to your table go, <sighs> God, it's been a hard day. What can I do for you? Yeah. You know, it's like, would I ever do that on TV? Would I ever start an article with like, you probably don't want to read this and I've had a really hard day, but I guess I'll tell you about Moochies. My you editor know? said I had to crank out a I thousand I guess I got to do a thing. Yeah. So I feel like you're right. I feel like there is the level there. We are finding this beautiful level of professionalism. Unfortunately, there's a lot of other people who could learn from this and we're probably going to lose this level because, I mean, we're going to have this higher level mm-hmm. for sure. And these kids are going to be the professionals and everything else. Then we're going to have the we're going to lose the little bit of the mid range, though, which makes me worried for that level coming up because of the fact that we're moving to a lot of counter service. Yeah. Counter service. And it's not a bad thing, but it's it's a change. But it is a change where a lot of people are going to not have 
these jobs, these entry level jobs where you start to learn service. Mm-hmm. And that's the hard part. I think, you know, waiting tables, too, is something that I mean, I did in college and high school and it was like the greatest lesson can we learn a little humility? Yeah. I mean, I was just thinking about everybody's egos as I was driving in because I was thinking about some stuff and I was like, <laughs> kind of sick of everybody's egos, including sometimes my own. And then I was thinking that the thing about service is it is humility. It's humble. It comes from serving others. And it's not about putting yourself into any sort of lesser value. It's just an act. No. And it's a giving act and we don't teach that anymore. Well, it shows you too that anything that someone is really good at, whatever they are great at, like that server at Moochie's. I remember her. I remember her face. I will remember that experience almost even more so than the food yeah. because she just made it so pleasant. I mean, we left and my husband and I were like, that was the best service we've ever had. It was so great. See? Yeah. And that'll be, and that's a moment and you probably will return, you know, thinking about that. It and, was way worth it to wait an yeah, hour and a half. And I mean, without even a thought, you would yeah. do that. Yeah, it was fantastic. And you were going to tell it to other people. Like here. Like here on a platform. Go to <laughs> Moochie's. Okay, do we have time to talk about the Lynn Hall, do you think? Yeah, you have two minutes. Okay, so I've also been visiting the Lynn Hall um, in, you know, right there on Lynn Lake and it's, it's been very an interesting experience. It I've is been a counter there. service spot. It's a counter service spot. I've been there four times in the last th- three weeks. <laughs> oh my weeks. God. I don't know how this has happened. I ended up at brunch there and then with a friend and then brunch again. Because and it's, it's a great meeting place. It too. really is. It's a great meeting place. It's a very big space. I have I brought my children after church one Sunday yeah. and it was a very approachable children's friendly place. So you can feel good about that. Um, and the I had... Just this week, I went and met someone for coffee, and then I was that awkward person at a coffee meeting who ate breakfast, too, because I was starving. And I had this bagel sandwich that was, like, over-the-top good. Mm -hmm. And you know how I am about breakfast sandwiches. I know. It is a religion. And they make them ahead of time and then have them, like, in the bakery case under a light. So they're kind of room temp. But it was like an everything bagel with arugula and egg oh, and bacon I've on had it. This, I think. The bacon was super crispy so that it oh, didn't you didn't it. pull off a whole fatty slab of it yes. in one bite. I don't know why people don't understand that. The arugula was perfectly peppery and the bagels are thin enough that it doesn't take over the breakfast sandwich with bread. So you're like, ah. Thank you, yeah. Steph. Yeah. It was phenomenal. I actually like ate some of it with my hands and then I knife and forked a lot of it. And <laughs> yeah. then there was some sort of like cream cheesiness on it that was just great. Yes. So they're nailing the breakfast sandwich. They have fantastic. Fantastic coffee. I found their pastries to be a little hit or miss. Yeah. We had like a cinnamon bread that was really dry. Here's my one plea to the counter service industry. Okay. okay. Let's hear it. I wish that you would invest in technology. So here's what I want. And I don't always say that I want technology at every table, but this is what I want. I want to go up and order something with, you know, order something from the counter, have it, find my spot, go sit down. I'm all good with that. But I want an iPad at the table so that if I decide then that I want another cocktail, I can push the button and it'll show up. If I decide at my table that we want like a dessert, I want that to show up. Or option B is to have a separate line just for drinks and desserts. Yes. Because they have that at J. Selby's in St. Paul, where then you can just go up to this little secret line. You don't have to wait in the long line where everyone's ordering dinner. This is, I agree. If you just want to zip up and order a dessert or another drink. Mm Mm-hmm. I agree. And I think that that is something that the innovators will figure out how to do. Because that's true. The idea of like, well, we finished our wine. Now I'll go wait in line. You stay here. Right. And I'll take another. I won't, you know, you have to sit here by yourself for like the next 20 minutes. While I go and get us wine. Yeah. And frankly, it would be so smart for the counter service spaces because you'd have people doing those reorders. Yeah. You'd have them like... 
yeah, I want a couple extra glasses of wine. You know, the, I mean, honestly, the chip technology that's happening with these self-serve wine stations. For sure. And these self-serve beer walls that are happening all over the Twin Cities are starting to really pop in the metro. They're coming. But the thing that you have a chip on your, so what I like is I would like to carry the chip on my wrist. Yeah. You get a little wristband and then you go up to the counter or you say, I need another glass of wine and you just do, you do your chip and then the transaction happens all at the end. Boy. So you don't have to swipe three or four times and sign three or four times, figure out your tip three or four times. It all comes on one thing right before you leave. That's the kind of chip that I would get implanted into my body. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like this technology and science morning. I love it. All right, you guys, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we are going to talk about Oscar parties and Oscar food because they're happening tomorrow, whether you've seen Shape or Water or not. <laughs> we'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish. We're brought to you by Red Cow and Red Rabbit. Everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for joining us on this very beautiful Saturday morning. I mean, it is the kind of weather that gives you hope. I know. Don't you feel like it's just coming? Just last night, I was started to think seed starting, planting, I know. farmers markets. I know. What's going to go on, guys? It's going to happen it's soon, happening. and it'll happen before you know it. So don't worry. Those big dumpings of snow. I mean, I already have We're patches in my lump. yard. Let's be honest, it's coming. Yeah, that's but it okay. Melts. It's fine, and it's pretty. It's pretty. It's prettier than dirty streets. This is Elizabeth Reese hanging out with me today. By the way, good and, morning. Thanks for having me. Um, we're going to talk about planning for spring in the next hour because mm-hmm. we're going to talk a little bit about because you are such a good gardener planner, and I have a garden this year. Yes, I have a massive garden, dude. Oh my god. You're going to have to come over and we're going to have to cocktail and plan. Oh, let's map everything okay. out. It's okay. really fun. But that's next hour. But first, you know what I did last night after dinner, by the way? I went home and sat on my couch and had all intentions of watching The Darkest Hour. And I fell asleep. Oh. Because I'm trying to get in my last little bits of movies for the Oscar party situation that's happening tomorrow. So the Oscars are tomorrow. They're airing on 5 Eyewitness News, which is very exciting. Yes. The coverage it like starts, you know, it's a... 10-hour marathon I mean, kind of a deal. Do you watch it starting with the red carpet at like E with at like I could, four? I'll have it on in the background while I'm doing things, but yeah. I've got other fun things planned for tomorrow. So, But tomorrow night, we'll definitely have the Oscars on, which will be fun. And I am going into these Oscars not having seen a single film Get nominated for out. Best Picture. Really? I've been, you know what? You have an I, eight-month-old. And I've been going to restaurants. In been my going, f- and instead of movies, you've been going to restaurants. I know. I hear they talk a lot about, there's been a lot of uh, news about how Actual theater sales are down, you know, and that's been a, a thing that people are worried about. There's so much good stuff to watch, to stream, to watch yeah, on TV. Yeah, and that's a big part of it. And to me, and that's a big part of why they're doing these experiential theaters, the Imagines, you know, like with the big recliners and everything else. Yep. And I'm all for that because I'm actually a moviegoer. Like Jake and I, usually on Friday nights, that's our thing. It's we, so fun. We go to movies. So. That will definitely be, I, and I anticipate when my kids are older, I mean, that will be our thing. Because yeah. we used to do that as a family too. Yeah. We would totally go to the movies and we loved it. And that's something as they get bigger that I hope that we can do together. Yeah. But even if you haven't seen any of the movies nominated for Best Picture, you can still eat like you have. You can still go to have a party or go to a party and watch the show and see the dresses and hear everybody. Here on My Talk 1071, the weekday hosts will be uh, live streaming their reactions to the Oscars. Do you know who's doing it? Is it? Oh, it's almost all of the hosts are going to be there. They're actually going to be on the Twin Cities live set and they'll be on Facebook Live so you can watch it. You can go to MyTalk1071.com and you can see all the details. Oh my God. But it's fun to watch with them. Last year, I was part of it um, and we were watching Watching Steve Patterson, me, Colleen, and Bradley, we were all watching when Faye Dunaway and Warren Beatty announced the wrong best picture. When you know they said it yes. was uh, La La Land, but it was actually Moonlight. I watched it there. And then our I... reactions were like, "What?" what? 
So, oh my God. Well, Allie Kaplan and I will be live tweeting it too. Oh, good. So for MSP Mag. So that's that'll be part fun. of the fun. So even if you're by yourself, you can make a party of it by engaging on social media. So last week on Twin Cities Live, we had um, private chef Justin Davis. And I don't know if you're familiar with him. He was on Food Network Star um, several years ago. He does lots of like, you know, fancy schmancy private parties. And he is so good. I mean, the food that he makes in our studio is consistently some of the best that we eat and he did a really fun segment where he picked three best picture nominees it was darkest hour yep it was three billboards outside ebbing missouri Good. and then it was dunkirk oh and he created a dish to reflect each one of those so i thought this is really fun we have it posted on the weekly dish show page i yep. linked up the recipes yep um and if you want to think about something fun to make for your party for tomorrow night so the darkest hour he made scotch eggs oh that's good and he made them with quail eggs so they're teeny tiny little things so they're teeny tiny and then what a brilliant idea with a scotch egg because then you get one and you just bite it yeah and he soft boiled the quail egg on the inside so that it was still like a little bit of a runny yolk yeah not like if you've ever had a scotch egg with a super dry yolk it's just like is terrible kind of like what's the point it chokes you yeah it's horrendous yes these were just <laughs> fantastic. I love it. And really easy, you guys. It's just breakfast sausage wrapped around the egg, and then you do like a little donk and a fry. Yeah. It's so easy. It seems like it would be, you'll feel magic when you do it. And why is panko so good, right? I know. Tell me about it. So good. Okay, so the movie Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, because yeah. it's set in Missouri, he made these smoked rib sliders. Oh, okay. And he did some quick, I was wondering what he was going to do for that one. Yep. Yeah, he did some quick refrigerator pickles and barbecue sauce, and just like really good squishy bread rolls yeah. with the I had never had ribs like pulled off pulled the bone off, and yeah. then mixed in and then made I into a sandwich idea. it was a great idea I love that idea it was fabulous because a lot of times your ribs by the time you pull them out of your thing they're already like not ribs totally anyway. yeah and the quick pickles are always so good so good and better than any pickle that you can no and just so yeah and just so like fresh tasting and crunchy crunchy um and then he made the this open-faced mini croque monsieur which was inspired by the movie dunkirk, dunkirk. and he, and he made um additional ones that he made into a croque madame by putting a little quail egg on top of it i had those at belcor last week so good so good right so he just did little white bread that he cut into um, you know, little squares, and then he put some ham and Gruyere, and those did are so easy, you guys. Super easy. So all of these things. This was what was so impressive. And Justin has made some very complicated things on our show. Yeah, these were very easy, and all things that would sit really well on a platter that Boom. you could kind of like grab throughout the evening. Yes, I love this idea. Hey, you know what? We have Julie on the line. Julie, do you have a question, or you have something to tell us? Oh, um, I have an annual party, and I serve food that they eat. In the movie. Oh, smart. So, nice. What are you doing? So, oh, God. There's lots of breakfast. There is a lot this, of breakfast. Uh, this year. With the lots of eggs. I have, I'm going to be hard-boiling eggs, soft-boiling eggs, making an omelet with uh, mushrooms, mushrooms or phantom thread. Yep. Um, there's Fruit Loops for Get Out. Yep. Um, what else? You know, um, a lot of cereal, too, because they throw cereal at each other in three billboards. Oh, great. Oh, that's um, right. And peaches. The Very lots right of peaches. peaches. Yes. For uh, Call Me By Your Name. So it's fun. Um, we have to, thankfully, the Internet, I can just Google, you know, what did they eat or <laughs> what did Churchill have for breakfast? But. The darkest hour of the very first scene yeah. is his breakfast tray. I know. He's so sitting. Have, did you do like bangers and mash and stuff like that? Well, I'm going to I'm gonna look at the scene. I'm going to have 
maybe some, yeah, bangers and mash, a big sausage and bacon and champagne, of course. Well, you and, know what? He uh, drinks every morning, too. Every morning, yeah. He champagne drinks and scotch. Two, yeah, two fingers of whiskey. Boy, that's a way to start the yeah. day. That's Churchill. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Julie, so. what a fun party. That's a great party <laughs> to get an Thanks, invite Julie. to. Thanks, Julie. Have a fun time tomorrow. Oh, I love that. That's fantastic. I know. And there's a lot of great, and that's the thing. is like I, Everywhere I looked online, there was hard-boiled eggs for Shape of Water, yeah. which she peels and you know gives to the sea monster guy. Oh. And so there's hard-boiled eggs. There's everyone, if you don't have deviled eggs at your party... <laughs> You're going to be missing out. Yeah, but there is a couple tips. You know, they did say um, there were some great tips about uh, Oscar parties. Now that I can't pull it up. Um, But there were, you know, from the Oscar people themselves. And they were saying, you know, take the challenge. Like, have everybody have, you know, score sheets and kind of stuff. You can do that. I know sometimes that's fun. Sometimes that's not. They have their official one that you can just print out. Yeah, it's so easy. They have, uh, you know, I love the idea of dress to impress. But at the same time, it's a long show. And if we're all sitting around... So Allie and I kind of, and you know, she does with Fatima and we talk about sequins and sweats. So like, I'm probably going to be in sparkle pants and a sweatshirt, you know, like make it a little special, but not too much. Do it like show up to the party in something dressy. And then you should have a time when everyone gets to change into their sweats and slippers. Don't you think? And then you should give people slippers as a party favor. Oh, that's a good party favor. It is a good party favor. And they're not that you can buy those little slippers in like a little cellophane pack too. Super cheap ones. Ikea, I think you can buy them for like a buck. It's a great idea idea and everyone can have some. I know. I love that. And of course, you know, invite a lot of friends and have the show on. And of course, everyone says award your own little statuettes, like give other people prizes. Like if your friends are coming, say, you know, Molly is the best Instagrammer. And so she were giving her the award for, you know, sauciest Instagram or Alexis something like Thompson that. made on our show last week. Um, she made her own Oscar statues out of terrifying Barbie dolls. <laughs> and one of them looked like it came straight out of Children of the Corn. And I had nightmares for days. Uh, I would believe that. So you can watch that segment, too, and get some inspiration. <laughs> oh, my God. I would totally believe that. I will say there's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of peach things all over. I was The hardest one seems to be that Ebbing, Missouri. Yours makes sense because of, you know, the South and everything else. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of, like three cheese boards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. So there's someone does like three cheese boards and stuff. And oh, there's, I think that's fine. There's some interesting, you know, like play on words. Um, but That's the, smart. I know the Phantom Thread, there's a mushroom omelet in that okay. movie. And there's, so there's a lot of mushroom. The I'm also going to put up a, a kind of a spread from um, hellogiggles.com and they have one from our friend Brenda from Farmer's Dabble. Oh, great. And so our Farm Girl's Dabble. And so she's got her stuffed mushrooms. For the hungry boy. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, and that's so great. And but the deviled eggs are always good. Oh, those stuffed mushrooms look fantastic. I know, don't they? Also, I think if you've seen, if you haven't seen Get Out, I kind of feel like you need to have a, a thing of tea and just stir it, which is a whole thing in the movie, which I, I don't want to spoil the whole thing, but it's like a little China cup of tea. And if you welcome your guests while stirring tea with a teaspoon, it will freak them out. Oh, my goodness. It'll be awesome. I haven't seen any of these movies. I it's really, I, I've been watching things like Riverdale. <laughs> And interesting documentaries. Oh my God, I love it. All right, you guys. Well, good luck with your Oscar parties. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk with Joy Summers, who is going to be here to talk about the big food and wine experience happening in town. Woo-hoo! We'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish. We're brought to you by Red Cow and Red Rabbit. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. We are so glad that you could join us this Saturday morning. Uh, we are being joined by Joy Summers. Hi. How are you? You haven't been on the show in a while. I know. I missed you. I, know. I mean, I talked to you in my car, but it's not the same. I know. <laughs> We text, we eat, we do all sorts of things together, right? Yes. I know. Oh my gosh. We had dinner last night. We did. You were with me at Martina. Oh I my know. God, it was so good. When you I have know. foodie friends, you have to clutch onto them. You seriously do. Mm-hmm. And it's the best way to have them. It is. Absolutely. I know. But you are here in a professional capacity because yes. of course it is the 
Minnesota Monthly Food and Wine Weekend Experience. Experience Weekend. Yes. It's, it's happening all weekend. 24th annual. This is, is so good. Yeah. Really? So it's today and tomorrow, right? Yes. Okay, tell us how to get there, what to do, everything that we should experience. Everything. I need to know the highlights because I'm going tomorrow and I want to make sure that okay. I hit the spots that I have to tomorrow go to. Tomorrow is good. Yeah, let's talk about like strategy. So it's at Target Field. You want to park in the regular, regular Target parking ramps. As if you're going to a Twins game. Exactly. Yeah. And it's up on the club level, which is really cool because you can see all the snow melting down below like they're doing everything to get ready cool i was there not too long ago and like it's just got that buzz of it's almost spring it's just like when you walk out into a parking lot it smells like it's just a little bit springy is on the tip of our toes right yeah and that's all this and this is it's such a fun reason to get out it's gonna be a gorgeous day so you get there you walk in everybody immediately stands in line don't do that Also, if you haven't bought tickets yet, I should say you can still buy tickets yes. at the door. They're still totally there, available, ready. There's room. How much are tickets? Tickets are $80. Okay. So, and you can check them out at Minnesota Monthly Magazine uh, online yep. if you want to try to buy early or you can get them at the door. Anyway, so you get there. Everyone stands in line. Don't be that guy. <laughs> Don't stand in line. Immediately, people are lining up to see some of the cool merchandise. When you get in, there's all these like decorated wine glasses and T-shirts with funny little wine sayings, and that's cute, but we'll get to that. Start at the back. Just go like a shot to the back. You'll find a Heggie's Pizza. Yeah, so Follow your nose. Oh, there it is. <laughs> and then get a bite, get a nice little base, and then work your way back. You'll find out that none of those wine vendors have a ton of people standing in front of them. So you can really sip and talk to them and learn about everything you know. You can also check out the beer because it's food and wine experience, but we also have a ton of everything. Of there's course. food, there's beer, and there's a cocktail section, Ooh. which I'm pointing at March because yes. we know that's where she goes directly. <laughs> that's where I start. <laughs> it's all the guys from Jester Concepts who are the people who own Burrow and Parlor and Constantine. And I was just listening to something from my friend Alex White, who usually works the bar at Manila, which is one of the undersung greatest bars in town. Yes. Like if you work in downtown Minneapolis, you should for sure hit them up for a happy hour. Oh, man, they I have, tell my husband. When they have their patio open, oh, oh my so God, good. it's the sweetest little side patio that has a bar in the city. And it's like hidden in a tiny and they have lights and it's just, it's lovely. Okay, it, so sort of that like little quaint so, so experience that you don't always get downtown. Right. Manello. Okay, yeah, good. Exactly. I need to go there. And so if you want to go see them, Alex is going to be pouring cocktails at the little cocktail experience. There's this little side. Is it like a whole like area or is it just peppered throughout? Okay, it's like a a whole little like bar cocktail and craft spirits area. So if you want to check out some of the they'll have the Earl Giles um, syrups, which are great to have at your home bar. So you can taste those and see what they're making there. You can try some new boozes. It's a neat little thing. But when you start at the back and work your way back front, you'll find that it lessens the the clutch of people. Because as Minnesotans, I do this too, we love to stand in line. Like, Boy. oh, there's a line. I don't know what's at the end of it, but I'm going to get in line. No, I it's like a, a very weird it. herd mentality. It happens at the state fair. The state fair yes. is a really fascinating uh, just kind of analysis of lines, what yes. people are doing and why they're standing there. <laughs> they don't know. Some people just get in know. a line. Because yeah. it's a line. They don't actually because know where it's it headed or must end with something. Yeah. Free, like a yardstick. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, at the a... taste of the NFL that, that we all were at, it was like, remember, there was like, they had 
they had dishes like spread out in this big array, and yet two people at a time were going up because they were all in this line. You know, that was, was like, that was actually really funny too to watch that because the people, like some of the people that were working the booths from other states, were mm-hmm. so confused. They were like, "Guys, just come on up, come on up, guys, come on up and get it." But Minnesotans are so Polite. aggressively non-aggressive <laughs> yeah. that we just will stand there and like. No, but it's you not go. my turn. Oh, no, it's <laughs> not my turn. Is it my turn? I don't know. I don't know. Are we oh, supposed to go here I, no, first? No, you go. And these oh, like East go. Coast people were like, well, I, this one woman was like, why is no one just walking up and grabbing stuff? It yeah. was very funny. Because that yeah. would not be polite. That would not We're be polite. And then if we polite. do that and go up, because of course I hate lines, so I jump to the front and I go and grab it, and then they look at you in the dirty eyes. You're a zipper merge jerk. That's what they do. Yes, mm-hmm. I know. Then they get mad about that, even though it is much more efficient <sighs> to just go after it. So let's talk about the wine. Like, what do you think yes. is the best way to tackle the wine without feeling like... How many wines did we say? Did we, did we yeah. have like a number? There's a number. Okay. I don't it's a lot. It. It's just a lot, it's a lot dozens of wine. at least. But yeah. like, what do you do to make sure that you're actually getting the, because what I like about these experiences is coming, getting to come home and go, okay, now I know we want to get those bottles and stock what? our home bar with that. So yeah, how do you do it without kind of getting your palate all muddled? Favorites. Well, my favorite way to do it is being a crew. And I also try to usually recruit my friends who know more about wine than me so they can say, oh my gosh, I've had that. Go try that. Yeah. But it's it's best to have a ton and have everybody go to different places, take little sippies, come back, report, and then say, oh, this was good. Let's go back over there and stand in line. Divide and conquer. <laughs> yes. Right. Or yeah. budge in front yeah. of the line. <laughs> or, yeah. There's, there's really, there's so much to try. And even if you're a non-drinker, there's great coffee. There's going to be really yummy coffee being poured and cool. um, different kinds of flavored waters. There's just so much. So, yeah, you can't do it all. So don't be afraid to just go find your favorites. Go talk to people. Ask questions. The The wine pourers are there to tell you about their product. And they're excited to meet you. So they can tell you more about if you like this kind of wine, yeah. go try this. And you could, you know, drink all afternoon and then just get yourself a lift there and a lift home. I would oh, think so. Yeah. An LYFT. But there are more. And as far as food goes, because if you are doing a lot of drinking, there's more than just Heggie's Pizza. You're oh, saying. my gosh. No, yeah. there's, there's so a much ton more. Of food. There's I just a ton make of sure. food. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And there's lots of little noshy, munchy things. There's sweets. There's savories. There's all kinds of different kinds of higher end, lower end. There's, there's stuff products from, and restaurants and all sorts of yes, fun stuff. Dips and mixes. Things and um, I got to try some bangers and mash croquettes from um, I think it was Jake O'Connor's. Wait, oh no, oh I'm saying the restaurant name wrong. It's out in Excelsior, the Irish. Jake O'Connor's. Okay, I was right. Yeah, (laughs) it was Irish. Yeah, but oh my gosh, those things are good. And they're gonna have those there. So look for the little bangers and mash Jake O'Connor's. Yeah. Bites and then McKinney Row is going to be there. That's another restaurant. If you haven't been there, the Betty Dangerous folks are going to be there. It's a really great mix of high end and and Higgy's Pizza. And Higgy's yeah, Pizza. Which is the way that you should live. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, it's especially so when you're good. sampling. You know what I mean? Like you kind of want to like you want to hit all the levels if you're just going to have little bites of stuff. That's yeah, I think this part. is great. Open up the notes app on your phone. Maybe take a bunch of pictures. Yes. I think that's so, tons of pictures. Pictures of like wine of bottles. Wine apps too. So yeah. if you have those pictures, you can then upload it and find out where you can buy it in that's town true. and how much it costs. That's very good to know. I was actually last night, the bottle of wine that we had, the first one that we had was there was only one of them left and yes. they were so efficient with their service that it whisked off our table and I was like, uh. dang it. I forgot to take a picture of that because that is literally... 
I have like a little file of photos that are just like, don't forget, buy these wines because you like them. Yes. You know, or you can bring it to your favorite wine shop. I love going into Solovino and saying, yeah. I had this. Yes. Okay, you don't have it. Right. Where can I get something in that flavor Similar. department? Yeah, that's the beautiful of the small wine shops, too. Like, you know, out, even in the boondocks out Lakeside, you know, in, in Long Lake, I just show them and I just tell them and they'll go, yeah, we'll get it. Well, they order me stuff all the time. Yeah, they'll just I'm just, get just it for excited you. about, you know? Yeah. So I just, nice. just use that Drizzly app for the first time that Haskell's uses to get to um, deliver booze to, to get you? booze delivered to me. That's kind of my nice. husband is like a huge hop slam fan. When that beer comes out mm. seasonally, we get it. And so I had it delivered on Valentine's Day. It was like winning life. Aww. Oh my god! I know that's, that's the best. so sweet. It I love was it. nice. All Thank right, you. so you can get tickets still for the <laughs> yes. for the Minnesota Monthly Food and Come Wine Experience. Get them at the door. At the door. Yeah, I'm going to be there today. You're going to be there Jason today. Rush will be there. It we goes from him. from when to when today. It starts at 1 p.m. today, goes till 5 o'clock. And then tomorrow, same time? Yep. Okay. And tomorrow, at the end of it, if you go tomorrow, if you want to save up for it, usually at the end, people get a little freer with the samples. Ah. Hey there. One hey there, budget your time. And you're tip. going tomorrow, Reese? I'll be there tomorrow, yes. Okay. I'm dropping my children off at my parents' house. So good. And my husband and I are having a Sunday fun day at the Food and Wine Experience. We're pumped, so say hi if you're there. Okay. Don't just tweet me and say, I see Elizabeth Reese here. Come up and say hello. Come up and say hello. <laughs> Actually, make contact. Because otherwise I look around and I'm like, oh boy. It is a little freaky when they someone's like, oh, I spies. 70 March. And you're like, where is she? Oh, okay. Are you hiding? Got it. Got it. Okay, Joy. I'll see you there. We can't wait. Okay. Outstanding. Thanks, guys. Thanks. We'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish brought to you by Red Cow and Red Rabbit. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. Guess what? It is the Ask Stephanie portion of the show. So if you want to give us a call, I'm sitting here with Elizabeth Reese, who has got so much intel (laughs) that it's blooming out of her on (laughs) all sorts of things, not only just where to eat, but what to cook, how to cook it, how to plant things in the ground, chickens, all these kind of stuff. I'm just hungry. You're just hungry all the time. (laughs) So 651-641-1071 is our number. If you want to give us a call and you can ask us anything you want and we will do our best to answer. You can also send emails uh, and you can also send, uh, you know, tweets and Twitter too. Yeah. All the things. Mm -hmm. So, but we actually have Brian on the line. Hey, Brian. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? Uh, I believe you buried the lead. Oh, what did I do? Instant Pot Recall. Oh, the Instant Pot Recall. What is that all about? I have no idea, but I heard a headline. That's all I heard of it. Um, I, you know what? I was. We were going to talk about some Instant Pot stuff later in the show, but I think that... Let me see. Look, I just looked it up. Oh, they recalled a, one the particular smart, multi-cooker. The Bluetooth-enabled model sold only in the U.S. and Canada. Yeah, the Gem 65 8-in-1 model poses yeah. a fire hazard. I think a lot of people... Is that the one that a lot of people have? I don't know. This is the Bluetooth one. To me, this is the most... This is the more expensive one. Okay. So, I mean, I, this is not your regular six-quart one. But I had only heard a small thing about that. Somebody had sent that, and I didn't see it until this morning. They were sold exclusively at Walmart stores across the country and on Walmart.com between August of 2017 and this past January. So if you have one, you just need to don't not use it, unplug it, and return it to Walmart, and they'll replace it for you. There have been no injuries or anything like that. It's just that it's a, they, it's a worried um, that there's a fire hazard concern, electrical leakage. Yeah, so okay, that's so the thing from back. the thermal from the thermal probe. But it doesn't seem like it's they were no. only sold at Walmart. Yeah. So I think if you bought yours at Walmart, you might want to just check online and check to see if you have that number. Yeah. Otherwise, Brent, you should be good. Do you have that one, Brian? I do not have one. I, you guys just talk about it a lot. So. <laughs> 
we, like the hoverboards that started on fire? Or? Yeah, right. No. Yeah, it's not like the Samsung phone batteries no. that were like exploding. Yeah, so nobody. It looks like different. no one has gotten hurt. It's just right, a. Just it's wanted a, to check in. Great. Thank you so Thanks, much, Brian. Brian. That's fun. I mean, you got to be real careful. You do. Well, and I just, it's funny. I was on Jason Matheson's show the other day and talking about how they've not, there's never been like a major, you know, they're safe. They basically are safe. They've not, I don't think there's any, uh, nobody has exploded. No. You know. Which I don't think it's been the case with really any modern electric pressure cooker. No. Like I have the Cuisinart one. Yeah. And um, what's been funny to me is with the Instant Pot craze, I was thinking, do I need an Instant Pot? And then I realized... I already have a pressure cooker. If you have one, and I really, you're good. and then I mean, there are some features that you, like you can't saute in my pressure cooker, but I also have a stove and hands, <laughs> and I can <laughs> so saute. I can saute in there and then put them in, and I then know. just put it in the I my know. Cuisinart pressure cooker. Yeah, I actually, yeah, I totally have that feeling about it too. And I, I obviously, I, and there was a Consumer Reports, I think, or somebody came out. Uh, USA Today did a thing where they did the Crock-Pot version of the pressure cooker yep, and the their brand pot. name. Mm-hmm. And I think that they rated the the Crock-Pot version higher. Wow. But for me personally, and I have tried both, and I have both, um, I actually like the Instant Pot more for the community that surrounds the Instant Pot. Yeah. Because I was looking for Crock-Pot pressure cooker recipes specifically, and it's their different controls and different instructions, and it was harder to, to do. So in a weird way, the community... And maybe if that one builds up, that community builds up. Yeah. But it's kind of like... The nice thing about the Cuisinart one is it's so plain and simple that if you follow the Instant Pot instructions to say just like, if you're looking for recipes that just say like, bring to high pressure, cook for 20 minutes, release this way, yes, then it's applicable to any pressure cooker. Right, right. And it's easy. It's super true. I still have only made beans in my pressure cooker. Have you really? It's all I've made is dried beans. And they were great. I love dried beans. They're so good. I mean, and it's kind of fun and easy. I did, I really did a whole chicken in like 40 minutes the other day, yeah. a five pound roaster in 40 minutes just because I was late and I was making and I didn't get to the store and it's like I had that and Boy. it was, but I mean, that's the beauty of it. Yeah. Um, uh, 651-641-1071 if you guys have um, questions or anything else, or like I said, you can send us emails. Um, you are, we're going to talk about fish fries quickly because yes. I like to review I know it's Saturday, so you've already done your fish fry last week, but or yesterday. But there was one that is started just in March at the Ukrainian American Center in Northeast. Wow! I know this is a fun one because it's uh, they have pierogies as oh well my as fish gosh. fry. Gosh, okay, and they have beer and wine there too. So like you know what I mean? Churches and are fun, but they usually can't get beer a beer when you're having your fish fry. They don't have a liquor license at many churches. No, that is a great idea. I was wondering. That's what my question for Ask Stephanie this week was: Are where are some of the best fish fries? To to go. Yeah. Now I'm not Catholic, but I just like fish fries. No, I know. And it's kind of a fun tradition that happens. You know, there's a lot of VFWs. We usually end up at the Wyzetta VFW, which is just sort of like or the American Legion. Mm-hmm. You know, because there's pull tabs. And, and that's you can fun. play pull tabs and have fish fry. And I've it's had like, really good, good fish fry at Groveland Tap. Have you? Yeah. And they do unlimited where they yeah. just bring it out. Like they have it on Fridays. And then if you finish it, which I don't know how you do because it's giant, they'll bring you more. And the, it's like this massive piece of fish and the fry batter on it is so light and crispy and fluffy and i have to tell you i saw a commercial for a fish sandwich at culver's this morning before and, I left. and it sort of felt like maybe there was something there i for was you. like hot dog that looks great like that looks like a very good fast food fish sandwich i don't know if anyone's had it but i'm interested in checking it out um i will say that uh you know i had a son who was a member of the culver's team 
for many years. I love Culver's. Matt worked at Culver's from the time he was uh, 14 till wow. about 25, you guys. Matt has the Culver smile down pat. But so he is like a kid who will swear that their fish, fried fish is the best. See? Because they do it to order. They're not making they're them and letting them sit there. They don't microwave. Yeah, they batter and, and they They batter and fry it. it. It's not like these fried, f- these frozen fillets that yeah. are already like battered and yeah. ready to go. Yeah. Okay, I'm going there this weekend. You to should get try. One. Yeah. Give them a shot. I love, I love And they do, they use really good cod. That's the other part of it. They use really, really good cod. Okay, fantastic. So, so that gonna commercial you, is going to live up to the hype. I'm going to give you, and of course I just get the double deluxe burger. Just, that's how I roll there. Sorry. And always you get custom. How we do. I know. Always. always. <laughs> I know. Um, so again, 651 Six five one six four one one zero seven one. If you yeah, have any questions, sorry, sorry about it. Um, uh, the other thing with the fish fry thing, I was going to say, if you do do churches, obviously we've talked about Saint Albert the Great is one of the best ones. Um, Our Lady of Grace, they only do it in Edina. They only do it one day a year. Like they only have one big fish fry. Oh, really? And I believe it's the sixteenth that they're doing it. Okay, but they do. They have a big old pasta bar that is sponsored by Buka. As well as fish fry. Okay, that's So, because really a lot fun. of people like pasta instead of fish, you know, like a meatless spaghetti sauce. A lot of the kids who don't like fish, yeah. you know, having that option for them is a really great idea. So, people are making um, Easter and Mother's Day brunch res- or, um, reservations, I think, already. They're, I, I mean, maybe not Mother's Day quite yet, but they're definitely thinking about Easter. Do you have any uh, thoughts on places that, like, you love that you think are doing a great brunch that we could go to? Um, I believe that I I haven't seen very many like, you know, pop outs yet that yep. say specials, but I think that it's, you know, the hotels and stuff are obviously going to be your best, you know, going to be good bets, but places like the Nicollet Island Inn, which is a very, very special brunch spot, mm-hmm. you know, it's got a lot of tradition around it and a lot of history to it. That's one that you need to get on like right now. Okay. That's good. You know I what I like, mean? Um, I don't know. Does Alvento Alvento does reservations? I think yes, they have a great. Brunch. They have a great brunch buffet that's really fun. I'm also a believer in if you don't have a giant group, if you have a smaller group, go to places on those holidays where they don't take reservations. Yes, because the masses are afraid of non reservations. Mm-hmm. Now, if you have a group of like ten people, it's going to be a little bit of a different deal. Right. But if you just have like four or your, you know your little family and you want to do. Um, Easter brunch somewhere. We've done that like at Tilia before. They don't take reservations. And when people have a holiday, they want to have like a set spot. And so those no reservations places I found tend to be under attended. Um, I'm also just going to give you a little hot tip that Grand Cafe has said that they are going to start brunch soon. Ooh, That is a hot, hot tip. They haven't said which days and it's going to be Sunday only, but we're excited. I want it. All right, you guys, thanks for hanging. We will be back for the next hour. This is the Weekly Dish brought to you by Red Cow and Red Rabbit.